welcome to another episode of Cosmos with Cosmos. As always, I'm Mike. I'm Liz. And we got Brandon in an airport somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really, not even sure what airport he's in. It's probably might be in Phoenix. He's with us in spirit and in chat for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today we're just going to give an update on Mars. What's it doing? Yeah, What's we haven't there? we haven't stopped by Mars in a while. We yeah, had our you can check out our high in the sky uh, episode <laughs> last that we released last time, which had a James Webb space update because you know it, a lot of cool stuff is has been coming out, and we were thinking we were like, wait a minute, Mars perse- perseverance and ingenuity have been up there for a while. We haven't talked about them for a bit, so I think it's time to follow up with the, with those plucky little robots. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do that today. Um, and, uh, before we get into what we're taught, well, into the meat of the show, let's talk about what we're drinking. Yeah. So, what are you drinking? I, <laughs> oh gosh, you give me the most unstable glasses for these things. It's supposed to go I know, in that. I know, I'm drinking a Martianini, a French <laughs> yeah. Martianini, if you will. Uh, it is a vanilla vodka, pineapple juice. And that um, uh, creme de cassis? Creme, creme de cassis. Creme de cassis. Yeah. It's yeah. like a so blackberry it's... liqueur. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Brandon, we'll get to you in a second, man. We'll get to you what in a second. What are you drinking, good sir? I am drinking, uh, I have two drinks. Um, they are called the Sherlock and Watson. Hey. Uh, hey, yeah, uh, my Sherlock here is, uh, is basically a Moscow Mule. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, ginger beer, uh, peach vodka, popped with cranberry juice instead of lime juice, and my Watson is uh, nothing more than just peach uh, peach tea with peach vodka. So, so that's Sounds what I got. Peachy, peachy. yeah. Now, today's a, today's a peach, day, peach day is hot. Yeah, it's like oh, it's a perfect summer uh, summer drink. All right. So, as always, follow us in, on all the things. Um, Twitter, X, whatever the hell you want to oh, call Oh, God, it yeah, now. we got to call it something else. I got to change the logos. Ugh. It's Twitter. It'll always be Twitter. It'll always be the little bluebird. Um, but X, before what's his face shows up because of shooting. <laughs> Um, so anyway, um, at, at X is drinking Cosmos, um, on everything else, Cosmos with Cosmos, uh, follow us and rate us on all the things, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your, um, podcasts. Don't forget to, uh, join us for the hangover right after this episode about Mars, where I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Because I really hadn't even thought that far. We don't think that far ahead for The Hangover because it's just a shoot and a shit. Yeah. Is it, is it, yeah. I was, I was going to say shit show, but I knew that wasn't oh. right. But I mean, sometimes it is. Oh. Um, also, while you're following us, take take the opportunity to um, check out uh, Wild Ixia mm-hmm. at Etsy. Mm-hmm. Right? Is Etsy, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, oh, it's right there in the notes. <laughs> Um, yeah. How many times have we done the show where we say the same thing? I just, but, but for a moment, <laughs> my brain was like, I don't think it's that. We don't have this part memorized yet. No. I mean, yes, but but my brain was like, I don't think it's that. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, she's got really cool stuff um, on it. And um, buy some of her prints. Buy all her prints. And then buy all your prints. Buy, buy all her prints for your neighbor and everybody else. And so... 
Um, yeah, definitely uh, check that out. Uh, the Mr. Proctor Show.com, uh, Ron Proctor's uh, website where he talks about really everything from space sciences, uh, science education, to what it's like to be a teacher um, in Texas, of all places. And of course, if you are in the Council Bluff region, which is in western Iowa, eastern Nebraska, make your way to Rolling Bluffs Planetarium uh, and check out Jack's, Jack's film, Jack's Planetarium, which I found out. Um, I looked up, finally looked up what kind of system he has. Oh. Uh, yeah, same system they have in Eugene. Oh, hey. Yep, so. Yeah. All right. And uh, uh, Jack is drinking a strawberry caramel iced tea, and I have never thought about strawberries and caramel specifically together before, I don't think. Strawberries mm. and chocolate kind Tro- of dominate, yeah, so, and, yeah. uh, and oolong, oolong uh, tea. So that sounds, uh, sounds good. Refreshing. I thought sweet. you were going to talk longer. No, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, fill the void now. <laughs> so that's good. Take a drink. Um, all right, and of course, um, every other Wednesday, we, do we have one coming out this Wednesday? Not this Wednesday, but the Wednesday after this Wednesday, uh, or the, the Wednesday following when this episode airs remotely on things. Uh, or remotely, air is put up on Spotify anyway, and stuff. Anyway, just uh, <laughs> check it out. The shot, check it out. We uh, we're recording one right after this uh, this podcast. Uh, and when I say we, it's going to be me. Um, and I am probably going to be blitz. So you can check out our la- our most recent episode of the shot on Voyager Two. Voyager Two. Voyager Two. All right. Um, as always, there are rules. Oh! <laughs> Anytime a puppy barks, take a drink. Yay. Um, Jack barks at everything now, so just take a drink. Um, if there's a Star Wars reference or, uh, or a Lord of the Rings reference, please take a drink. We also have a special hidden rule. It's a secret rule it's that only be... Brandon and I know about. It's going to be some one, one of those like dumb words I say all the time or something. I just... <laughs> I just have to remember. Uh, so it'll probably only happen once, but uh, it will probably definitely happen. And I'll go take a drink, and then confetti will fall from the sky. And we'll, <laughs> you get that we'll Take a drink. <laughs> oh, God. Do, all right. Brandon just did. Do we have to take a drink for us in chat? No, because the chat is technically not part of this part of the show. It's part of the hangover. So a lot of times I'll like cut out. Stuff that keep it secret, keep it safe. Well, now it's in the show, and I gotta find my okay. Oh, (laughs) you gotta find what? What are you gonna find? The button, my drink button. Oh, you found it. I did. All right, so let's talk Mars. Mars, red planet. Yay! All right, so I figured. Um, before we dive into missions, because that's really kind of what the update is, is kind of where some of these missions are. Yeah. And, like, and I didn't well, even include all the them? missions that are there. Oh, I uh, was I was only even thinking about like the rovers and what they've been up to. Yeah. And so. And what the helicopter's been up to. Yeah. So, and, and I got that and that's what originally what I was thinking, but I was, then, but then I was like, wait a minute, there are other missions there. So. That's um, fair. And then. 20 minutes before the podcast, I, I did find a, a website that I can just cheat with it. But um, anyway. Not work smarter, not harder. No, Planetary Society. Thank you. 
Alright, so right now, Mars is in Leo. Um, it's actually near the back legs. It means nothing to you personally. Oh, It okay. just happens to be where Mars is. Uh, it, it help you find it in the sky. It's in Leo the light. Which is a springtime constellation. It is a springtime constellation. And so it's a... And it's heading towards another one, too. Virgo. Oh, It's kind yeah. of on the border. It's on, it's the, on border the border between yeah. the two. Okay. Um, but he, uh, but Mars is near the back legs of Leo, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kind of right there near Virgo as well. It has a magnitude of 1.78. The higher the number, the dimmer it is. The smaller the number, the brighter it is. Um, for uh, for comparison... Thank you. I was like, I don't know what this means. I mean, I know how bright it is in the sky, but... For, yeah, for comparison, Venus is minus 4.12. Oh, wow. Also, for comparison, the sun is minus 26-something. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, so, down in the negative 20s, you're at, you're at blinding uh, brightness in the sky. Yeah, so uh, Venus is about 15 times brighter than Mars right now in the sky. Okay, yeah. Oh, um, nice. Mars is 2.428931 AU from Earth. 2.5 Five, eight, yeah, 2. So we'll round that up. Two point four AU. Yeah. Okay, and the Earth is one AU. Yeah, so ninety-three million miles. So we're a little over, maybe about two hundred twenty uh, million miles mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Earth. Just rough, um, rough thing. Um, it takes light twenty minutes and twelve seconds to go from Earth to Mars or from Mars to Earth. Oh. So when you're communicating with these little uh, spacecraft and rovers and such, mm-hmm. it takes twenty minutes for that signal to get there. Oh wow. Okay. And that's our show. That's our update. Anyway, thanks for, cool. Thanks for coming. It's thanks there. For it's hanging out. It's chilling. It's, it's actually it's chilling. It's, chilling. it's, it's literally chilling. Yeah, it's very cold. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's just talk about um, some of the missions that um, that we do have there, and we're going to begin with the rovers. Yay! Robots. The robots. robots live on Mars. They do. They do. They are the sole inhabitants. And take a drink, everybody. Take a drink. Oh, That's what was a... that? Me, me indicating that they are the only life things living on Mars. Yep, yep. That's it. That's it. So take a drink. We we're waiting. Uh... I knew it was gonna. <laughs> no confetti. Of Didn't course work. it's gonna happen. Of course. Okay. I mean, I have to say that I every time really we talk thought, about Mars, I was really convinced. I mean, I'm wearing the shirt that says it. Like. I was, I was, I was, I was so confident that it was going to happen before Brandon got on that plane and he did not disappoint. You're welcome. I'm glad I'm so predictable. All right. So there's some, all right. So curiosity, um, just to remind you, it landed in Gale Crater. On August um, 5th of 2012, so it's been there for 11 years. Just celebrate 11 years. 12 already? Yeah, so 11 years. It's 11 years old on Mars. Crazy. It has been on Mars. It's lived on Mars the same amount of time that I lived in Phoenix. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) And one lived in a hotter place, one lived in a colder place. place. But similar scenery. Right. And um, Curiosity did this just incredible freaking landing. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. With Sky Crane and all kinds of videos that, yeah. um, um, that you know, gives animations about how it did. Mm-hmm. And um, it was mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Yeah, check out our Mars. Uh, we have another Mars episode, I'm sure, out there where we, we talk about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, this is our 93rd episode. Oh, hey. 
So we're quickly approaching 100. So sometime later this year, I think we'll hit 100. Cool. And then I don't know what we're going to do. 100 yeah, years of astronomy? I don't know. But it's been more than... We've kind of done that. Yeah. Um, it's been on Mars for 3,914 days. Just chilling out. So it just celebrated <laughs> Saul 3... What's that in years? 11 years. Oh, oh, right. We just talked about that. <laughs> I got confused because then you went to days and I was like, I need a conversion for that. I wasn't even thinking. It was great. You confused me for a second. Like, what? All right. So dumb. Um, it's driven 30.65 kilometers. So, and okay, American now for thank you. you. Yes, this I need the conversion for. Uh, 19.05 miles. So 19, 19 miles. miles in 11 years. That is very slow. She's going at its own pace. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's doing its thing. It's, it's... <laughs> doing its thing. Um, I originally put it in miles, um, mm -hmm. but I was like, you know what? Science uses the metric system. Yeah. And it and the metric system makes more sense than this empirical shit we use. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, and Federico's going to be probably joining us. So I'm going to do it in the kilometers and everything. We can put it in the metric system. Mm -hmm. That's what we mm -hmm. do. I'll just have to convert everything for you. Yes, thank you, because... All right, so here are um, some of the things that uh, have come out uh, recently with uh, with Curiosity. Of course, um, you know, James Webb has dominated the news when it comes to... Of course, of course. It's the new big shiny space. thing. Uh, yeah, it's a big new shiny thing, but um, Curiosity and Perseverance and all these other um, objects are still going strong and they're studying and making discoveries mm -hmm. and one of the things that curiosity discovered was ancient mud cracks on mars suggest red planet may have been more habitable habitable than thought Ooh, yeah and so the, where the riverbeds were there huh yeah and so curiosity well it has found lots of evidence in there's life i'm not life not life not life water yes water on yes mars. and its discoveries have been very curious Um, all right, so what, uh, what Curiosity discovered was this, um, hexagon-tiled rock. Hexagon-tiled rock. Yeah. And so, so it's like a rock that is in the shape of a hexagon? Well, it's basically mud flats that have... Oh, okay. The, the, the hexagon yeah, shape. hexagon shapes to them. It's mm -hmm. a pattern. Okay. Um, and, um, what it suggests is that, uh, where it is in Gale Crater mm -hmm. underwent um, periods of um, wetness mm -hmm. and then dryness. Uh -huh. And, you know, that's, and it, and it did this, these mm -hmm. wet spells and dry spells mm -hmm. um, for up to like a million years, which, you know, doesn't seem, you know, all that, you know, crazy or anything like that. But it seems what, like normal planetary behavior. Yeah, but what, what, um, um, what they have found is through previous research um, suggests, it, like here on Earth, mm -hmm. looking at things here mm -hmm. on Earth. Comparative planetology, yeah. everyone. Hey, yeah, exactly. Um, previous research suggests that these dry spells may have helped, um, maybe have been helpful for the evolution of life. Really? Yeah. So what happens is... Organic compounds, um, they form in the water. So this is in the in the wet uh -huh, in the uh -huh, wet period, uh -huh. um, and then um, it dries out, and they become concentrated. 
And that leads to uh, simple organic molecules that then combine to form larger molecules such as proteins, RNA, and DNA. Oh, okay. So being dry allows them to like come together. Yeah, basically. it concentrates them because when it's wet, they're kind of spread right, right out. They're, they're you know floating around, around doing their thing. And then, um, and then when it dries, they concentrate and they, they come together and come together. Right now, right. forming mice. <laughs> well, <laughs> forming more organic <complex> molecules, <laughs> but possibly. All right, so this is just more evidence that um, early Mars just may have been conducive to the emergence mm -hmm. of life. Mm -hmm. um, and so, right. so that's, that's actually a pretty big thing. And um, so that has discovered that. It's also begun its toughest climb yet. <gasps> it's, go it's going up. Well, it had, uh, they put, which one do they put the better shoes on? Uh, wheels. Uh, oh, perseverance? Okay, okay, because they were going to do some more off-roading with Perseverance, right? But well, yeah, but also based on what they learned with Curiosity. With curiosity and, and everything. And, and so I, it's going to go, it's going to go climb. Is it climbing the mountain now? Well, it, it's at the foothill, so it's starting to, I mean, it, it has made some climbs. It's made uh -huh. some climbs, but... Um, and this is in Gale Crater. It's that rebound, basically, the... Mount the, Sharp. The peak in the crater. That's from the rebound yeah. of the impact. Yeah, so that, Gale, Gale Crater is really big. And, and one of the cool things about... Um, uh, one of the cool things about impacts is mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. um, the small ones... Small impacts tend to be just kind of flat on the bottom. They're just flat, but really large ones. What happens is all this stuff gets um, thrown out, mm -hmm. like it does with any crater. But mm -hmm. there's this rebound effect um, that hits in the center and creates this central mm -hmm. peak. And you only see them in the big craters. Yeah, um, big boonies. In fact, you can you can get like a uh, like a tray of like a flower. Um, and like some like bouncy balls or some, mm -hmm. uh, some sort of like rubber balls or, or something and you can throw them into the flower and you can like do your own little crater experiments to see how different sizes and, and shapes mess. and make a mess of flour everywhere. It sounds like every parent's nightmare, every person's nightmare, flour, aside from glitter everywhere, but at least glitter can be pretty. Yeah, but you don't get it off on you. So if we have a kid, are we going to, are we going to do flour meteorites? Outside. <laughs> outside uh man brandon is on a roll in chat okay he's uh, at the airport says i don't know if we can trust what scientists say about martian geology yeah well done sir all right oh no we're losing it oh we lost internet for a second okay there we go are you back on yeah yeah we're fine all right anyway all right anyway Thanks, so um um curiosity i don't remember which rover we were talking about yes um, curiosity Curiosity is um, um, at uh, Mount Sharp, mm -hmm. and um, um, so they're saying that this is, um, and it's been doing this drive for the past few months, and it's kind of, it's pretty much the most arduous climb Curiosity has ever made. Uh, there have been steeper climbs and riskier terrain, but the mission has never had faced the trifecta of challenges posed by the slope, which has a um, slope of 23 degrees, uh -huh. which is pretty big for uh -huh. a rover. Um, 23 degree incline, uh, slippery sand, and wheel-sized rocks. So there's a big rocks on it. Yeah, so there are there's a lot of things that it has to overcome, and and they are suggest they are saying that this is like. Um, uh, 
trying to run through like a sand dune. Oh no! So this could be a lot of like. Yeah. Um, um, and so. Um, I remember talking about this in the planetary when Curiosity first like got there, and I remember talking about like, and they're gonna go up Mount Sharp, and it's finally. It's finally happening. They finally made it to it. Yeah, and as far as how its wheels are holding up, I'm not really sure how they're holding up, but um, I'm pretty not, sure they're doing pretty well. I mean, I mean it's, it's still movable. I mean, I, I guess if the wheels like weren't in a good enough condition for this, they wouldn't even attempt going up it because yeah. they would want to stay in terrain that you know it can last longer in and not risk getting immediately stuck or something. So I guess they're pretty confident about proceeding in this. Yeah. So, I mean, to be clear, um, NASA wants you to know that the rover is not in any danger. So, Oh, I was worried. I was worried it could be in danger. There's so many threats out there. You know, you don't know what comes out at night. You know, you don't really know. I mean, it's pitch black. You know. You can get stuck. Mm -hmm. Like um, Spirit or Opportunity Mm -hmm. Spirit. One of them got stuck. Mm -hmm. I was thinking more like like, maybe Mars Vampire. Oh, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, but um, it, yeah, it struggled in May and June, mm-hmm. um, to be honest and fair. But um, um, but you know they have a plan, mm-hmm. and so it's just I guess it's just gonna kind of weave its way. It's good that Curiosity has shown such perseverance. You're combining them now. <laughs> I know. You see what I did there? Yeah. Spirit got stuck. <laughs> Uh, uh, Curiosity is like Vin Diesel in Pitch Black fending off aliens. <laughs> um, I like it. <laughs> um, uh, back in June, um, Cur- lasers. Back in June, Curiosity uh, sent us a postcard, as one does. Oh and, yeah, uh, on Mars. Postcard and, home. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, it was two pictures. Um, at the same site, and one picture was a morning picture, mm-hmm. and the other one was an afternoon picture, and it was side by side comparison. You get to see the lighting changes, mm-hmm. and uh, in particular, how um, it affects the the coloring of the atmosphere is really pretty stark. Um, so, really? yeah, the morning is kind of an orangish uh-huh. um, um, atmosphere, atmosphere, yeah. and the um, the afternoon is. Definitely more bluish, um, oh, at least wow. in the picture. Okay. So, yeah. um, and I, when I say bluish, I'm not talking about blue like our sky. Yeah, it's, um, a different. This is a different shade of blue. And, it's alien. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Martian. Um, but um, uh, but that picture, even though it was released in June, the picture was taken in wintertime. For curiosity, oh, and um, the reason why they chose to do it in wintertime was because the atmosphere is a little clearer, has less ah, dust in it. Ah, um, okay. Unlike our atmosphere, yeah. Uh, but you can go to the Curiosity website on NASA and Google Curiosity rover. Yeah, and you'll be able to um, see that picture. Check it out. Check it out. That's cool. I want to. I want to look at it now. I haven't seen I it. I meant to. I I have a link in the notes, and I meant to grab these mm-hmm. and and have you do your have magic. Have like, me make a little image slideshow to pop up for the yeah. people watching this. Yeah, but I got distracted oh, well, by some okay. other thing. You know. All right, so let's make our way to the other rover. Mm-hmm. I segued you too early. I was trying to you do did. a segue, but I didn't realize you had a whole other little thing. 
All right, so by the numbers with perseverance. Perseverance. Yeah. So Curiosity's means... upgraded a uh, little brother. Big brother. Well, but, yeah, big little. Well, brother. kind of like it's younger, brother, so right? that's why yeah. I'm saying it's. Uh, oh, got you. You know, that's where I'm going with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it landed in Jezero Crater and on February 18th, 2021. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we watched that. We did. We yeah. did. We watched it. We were excited. We were on the edge of our seats. We were like, oh, God. Oh, no. We we had a food spread. Uh-huh. It, it was our uh-huh. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It um, was our Super Bowl. Brandon was, was Brandon over for that? Brandon, were you over for that? Or was uh-huh. that just us? I can't I think, remember. I did we live was, it? Did we live stream that? I think that we... We know we we did a live stream of it. Yeah. Um and yeah, I believe we I believe we live streamed that. Yeah, yeah. And that's Brandon was with us. Yeah. Via that. Um. Yeah, he was living. He was living with us. Oh. So. Well then, yeah, yeah. he was with us. God, it's amazing but, how we. Just yeah, can't but then, remember. but then we did live stream it. Yeah, we did live stream it. I remember that. All right. Um. Today I saw eight eight two. 882, so that's how many how many days, days it's been on there. there. Yes, the days on Mars are called souls. Souls, S-O-L, yeah. for the sun. And so it's been a few years it's since few you wanted, wanted it years earlier. Thank you. It's been a couple of years. Um, it has dra- driven. It has driven. Driving. It has driven. Don't get dog bit. Uh, it has driven 19.51 kilometers. I'll let you do the math. I don't know what the math is to do, even if I could do the math. 12.12 miles. Oh, wow. So, so. It's, it's moving quick. It's moving quick. Yeah. I mean, Curiosity, 11 years, 19 miles, and Perseverance, two, what, two years? And two and, a half, yeah. uh, two and a half and 12 miles. All right. So, it's just it's going. It's moving. It's, it's moving. going. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll surpass. Uh, uh, do they have. Uh, like a specific destination that they're going to right now? Well, it's at Belva Crater. Um, as far as its specific destination, I'm not really sure. No, they're just, okay. So it's gone to a, another crater. Yeah, and uh, we'll get into um, Belva Crater at least at some point here. Okay. Um, so, oh, I think with a picture. So, all right. So, um, um, images. Uh, from May, uh-huh. um, uh, show actually, hold on. Images might show um, a record of a wild Martian river. A wild Martian, yeah. not just any Martian river, a wild yeah, Martian so, river. Uh, what does that mean, wild? Did they clarify? Did they, uh, I think it was just a just like it's a like a well, no, actually, it is kind of wild. So, um uh, just talking about like how fast it's moving when they say wild. Oh, um, okay. Not okay. like it's. I'm thinking like like doing crazy stuff, doing some crazy shit. It's just out of control. It's it's running wild. Yeah. So evidence is showing that um, that there was a river that was deeper and faster moving than scientists uh, have ever seen evidence for in the past. Wow. I yeah. A river runs through it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That was I could have waited a little bit longer to. Yeah, and the river was the river is part of a network of waterways that flowed into Jethro Crater. Okay, did it say how fast they think it was moving? Um, it, it they did not. But it, I mean, they can tell that just by how eroded the rocks are, or like how they're. We're getting there. Okay. Um. So understanding <laughs> these, uh, these watery environments can help scientists in their efforts to seek out 
signs of ancient microbial life um, and may have uh, that may have been preserved in the in the in the rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they want to know if the water flowed relatively shallow and slower streams, mm-hmm. like they have a curiosity. So, um, oh, or okay. if more powerful river streams, and and that is what they what they found. So they they stitched together. Um, hundreds of images that were captured by Perseverance mass, uh, Mascam Z instrument. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of these mosaics suggest that uh, the more powerful river is the way it was. And, um, okay. and there are some important clues. There is coarse sediment grains uh-huh. and, and this thing they call cobbles. Cobbles? Cobbles. Uh, but anyway, those indicate that a high-energy river that was carrying a lot of debris um, flowed and the more powerful the flow of water the more easily it was able to move those larger pieces of material so they're seeing oh, the large larger pieces. uh like larger rocks and mm-hmm. stuff that had okay all right that's inter- that's interesting that's that's cool yeah and it's um I, I like that there's contrast to what they what they found well, in curiosity. I love that I love that you know we have our planet, you know, the Earth, as data point number one of everything that happens on the Earth, and we can well, the universe, yeah, and we can take that and we can go, all right, like with the images uh, from the certain surface of Saturn's largest moon, Titan, uh, from the Huygens lander, um, and those rocks that they showed there, you know, have been look like rocks and riverbeds here on earth showing erosion from water stuff you you know we can take oh hey that looks familiar and we can see consistencies of behavior of things Mm -hmm. throughout the solar system and then we can we can know exactly what was pretty much exactly what was going on there because we can see the exact same stuff happening here on the earth and i love it Yeah, I know, right? Um, that is, it's that comparative planetolo- uh, planetology thing that you're talking about. And we wouldn't know, and we wouldn't be able to know any of this or understand any of this just by looking at Mars through a telescope. Like we have to have sent the at least rovers there to do that science for us, so we can get you know that data because mm-hmm. you know there's only a telescope can only be so powerful. You know, right? It can only tell you so much. Yeah. Yeah, and... It can't uh, see these fine details or, you know, sample what, like, you know, is inside these rocks, what they're made of, you know, that kind of thing. Speaking of which... Hey! <laughs> nice segue. You and your gun. This is the finger gun show. This is Liz's finger gun show. <laughs> All right, so one of the things that um, uh, Perseverance has, uh, you know, been doing is collecting rock samples. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it continues to do that. Um, it has uh, collected, I think, 20... 20 of these things it has um deposited some of them as a as a cast to be picked up um later if we ever can yeah we'll 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 get to that in a bit but Uh um and so it continues to to do that and um it will um it will what they call core a rock and it'll get a rock and yeah and does it um, use that with a drill it has got a brush. Does it also have a laser like curiosity where it can zap oh, I don't, zap I don't the know rocks? If it zaps them because you want I think what they want is the interior of the rock to stay as is. Oh, okay. So it's not like Yeah, so what they I get I, yes. I get. 
Um, all right, so they, the most recent rock that the science team cored or worked on was Berea. I hope I'm saying that right. How's it like spelled? Like La Brea. Like, I, I'm thinking La Brea's carpet. Oh, yeah. Berea. 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 Yeah, and... Uh, that, the tarpets are Brea. Just Brea. Brea. La Brea tarpets. But this is Berea. Okay, Berea. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, the science... That's right. That's right. You know that show... Wasn't it La Brea? Yeah, but, based off the actual tar pits. Yeah, no, that would yeah. be cool to see. I would like to see that. Yeah, I would like to see anyway. Uh, all right, so the science team believes that Brea formed from rock deposited that were carried downstream by an ancient river, which apparently was flowing pretty good. Yeah, pretty um, quickly. Um, and that means that the material um, could have come from well beyond the confines of Jezero Crater. So yeah, maybe from outside yeah. of uh, outside of the crater. Okay. It's a Rich carbonate um, rock, which on Earth is good at preserving fossilized life forms. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be part of a cache that oh, will eventually be picked up. Uh, I thought I was going to Anyway, no. <laughs> the rest is in my head and it didn't come out of my mouth. But... No, it did not. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, yeah, I can imagine a lot of things. What are you currently imagining? Imagine all the fossils. Oh, well done. Breaking out like, uh, what's his face? John Lennon. This is the singing finger gun episode <laughs> by, by Liz. All right, so once you get these rocks, you have two instruments on board that actually look at them. Oh, I wonder what they could be named. Sherlock and Watson. <laughs> um, all right, so, so Sherlock is short for scanning habitable environments with ramen and luminescence for organics and chemicals guys guys sometimes you just gotta <laughs> you just gotta not yeah i mean sherlock sounds cool you're investigating you're investigating mars but there comes a limit on your uh what are they anagrams no yeah uh, whatever those things are uh yeah. brandon knows he's got he knows how to write things um, he knows grammar. I think um, it's, it's great. I, mean, I love Sherlock Holmes, but uh-huh. this had to have been somebody that was just an Ooh. insane initialisms. Initialisms had Thank to you. be somebody that was just an insane <laughs> fan of Sherlock. You know. Um, well, I mean, look—you got craters. You got things on uh, named after Lord of the Rings. You've got well, composers. You've got acronym. acronyms. Okay. Anyway. Um, the Sherlock is a device, is an instrument that um, um, helps scientists figure out if a rock is worth collecting. Okay. Um, Are you worthy? <laughs> and it is essential to the Mars Sample Return Program. Okay, Federico's right. NASA is initialism. Uh, acronym is the correct, the correct thing. Yeah. So, um... Um, Sherlock's capability centered on a technique that looks at the chemical makeup of the rock by analyzing how the light scatters um, on on the rock. So the instrument directs an ultraviolet laser at its target. So it does have a laser. laser. It just has a UV laser instead. It has a purple lightsaber instead. I don't know why, because UV to me is purple. Uh, Well, Um, well, it's right there at purple. Yeah, and Curiosity has a red lightsaber, so. Curiosity oh, is no. Curiosity oh, is going to be Anakin. That? Oh my gosh, we do. That was that, we haven't had a Star Wars reference in a mm. while. Um. Anyway, 
So how the light is absorbed and then emitted um, provides a fingerprint for the different molecules. Um, yeah. Boy, and this enables the science, scientists to classify organics and minerals present in the rock and understand the environment in which the, the rock forms. So salty water, for example, mm -hmm. will have a different look than, than fresh, fresh water. water. Yeah. Right, okay. So, um, so there's that. And um, so after Sherlock captures the rock's textures, Watson comes in <laughs> with a wide angle topographic sensor for operations and engineering. It, what in they used the N to be engineering? They did. That was they a did. stretch, guys. That's a stretch. Um, <laughs> and it has data to those images to create a spatial map of chemicals of the rock surface, and so it. They can get even more data and go, okay, we can keep this rock or just only jettison it like, or whatever. Guys, well, no, regular rock, possible life rock, regular rock, <laughs> yeah. possible life rock. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, so Curiosity over in Gale Crater has confirmed the presence of organic molecules several times. Mm -hmm. um, and scientists really want the same thing with um, Jezero yeah. Crater. And so this is a great instrument for that. Well, it seems like but, they're in a good location yeah so sherlock has for, uh, found organic compounds and samples that will be returned to earth at a future date we shall see yes we shall see um and so since the rover is at uh Belva crater it has caught a picture um in april it took a picture of Belva crater actually it took 152 pictures <laughs> and they were uh they were stitched yeah. together and Belva crater is a smaller impact Crater about 0.6 miles across uh, within the larger Desiro. Uh, oh, crater. it's a crater within a crater. We got craterception. Craterception, yeah. Right. Um, and, and as with um, all images um, that NASA takes, sure, there are, and, it, and it's a beautiful panorama, mm -hmm. and, they, mm -hmm. and NASA wants people to see this uh, panorama. They want to uh, download it and mm -hmm. I don't know, put it on your wall or whatever, but, um, you know, just being inspired by what uh, these rovers are doing. Mm -hmm. um, but, like with any picture that NASA takes, scientists find something in it. Yes. And there's nothing that's just yes. purely a beauty shot. Nothing is, yeah, nothing is just like, oh, this is pretty. No, it no. always has some sort of thing you can learn from it. Right. And then, so even within this um, picture, they, they, they found. Plenty of evidence of flowing water. Okay, into really? The they could see like little, like, yeah, they, they little, saw like, like the divots the or the and, slow lines. Yeah. And again, wherever there's water on Earth, there's life, um, generally. And um, and I think you could probably take generally out and say wherever there's yeah. water, there's yeah. life of some kind. I mean, there's life you can't see in a lot of waters. Yeah. And, you know, you have extremophiles that can live in very acidic environments mm -hmm. and your and water bears your tardigrades yeah the water know? bears that are even I mean, the they're even, on, the they're even on the moon they are brandon loves brandon that brandon got really mad in the airport just now <laughs> he's gonna get on a plane and just cuss everybody out tardigrades um yeah we're gonna we're gonna see a report later where brandon had to be restrained and man removed from flight yelling about water bears <laughs> <laughs> We will not even need to read the article. Be like Brandon. Oh man. <laughs> Brandon. Whoops. Uh, but you can actually go to um, NASA website for uh, perseverance and uh, check out that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that. <Tardigrade. laughs> 
<laughs> Check out that uh, stat image. Um, but when uh, Prince Marius landed, he was not alone. Had a little no, helicopter. Had a buddy. Had a little buddy. It had, it had its wingman. Yeah, it's very, very. That's your best one. That's your best <laughs> one so far. Um, so by the numbers, ingenuity. Um, ingenuity. Its first flight was April nineteenth of twenty twenty one. So a little over two years ago, it has completed fifty four flights. It has gone twelve thousand two hundred forty meters. I'll let you do the math on that. No, forty thousand one hundred fifty eight feet. Wow. Yeah, so pretty far. I, yeah, it, I mean, wasn't it just, it's supposed to like, just fly just a once. Few flights. Like, just be just like, a let's few just try it a couple times, guys. Let's, we'll just, it'll hover a little bit. Yeah, they want to do just a few flights. Right. As with, when we, like, when we succeed with our robots on Mars, we really fucking succeed with them. Well, I, you know. When we fail, we will fail with them. But when we succeed, we really, like, there's no just like, yeah. All right, it worked to its designated parameters. It always just goes above and beyond. Yeah, so I think NASA has really embraced the Scotty mentality. I was just gonna say they're doing the they're doing the like the, the, the engineer thing that <laughs> also LaForge does, you know, yeah. where it's like you know you say. Well, no, but, but in the episode, from Scotty. well, yeah, but yeah. but yeah, he learned it from Scotty in, in that great episode. Um, yeah, relics. Yeah, yeah, episode. yeah. They're just short chain. They're just trying to set our bar low so that they, when they know yeah. the bar is actually <laughs> <laughs> the the highest ingenuity has flown has been eighteen meters or fifty nine feet. <gasps> just one more foot, guys. It's one more foot. I'm, I'm pretty good there. Uh, the fastest it's gone was six point five meters per second, which is fourteen point five miles. That's per pretty hour. quick. It's pretty quick, yeah. Uh, flying through that. I mean, you have less wind resistance on Mars because it's a much thinner atmosphere. It's a real small little thing. and it, How yeah. is it traveling far from Perseverance? Or are they no, keeping them? They, they keep them pretty they like, keep them, they, they, close They're together. very close together now. Are they required they, to work kind of together? They do work together now. That oh. was not the original plan. Oh, But okay. it is the plan now. Um, and they can use ingenuity, I'm assuming, to then like go and plot kind of like a mm-hmm. like a scout. That's, it. Can that's see exactly where it's... how they do it. Ah, um, look at me. So yeah, it is. It does the. Uh, oh, the, the, Brandon says they typically give shorter lifespans on estimates, so their operation budget stays low during the approval process. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> they know what they're doing. These are fucking rocket science. Scientists. Yeah, so um, they basically uh, ingenuity. It is. Um, is helping plot the course. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, all They're right. really like the Sherlock and Watson. Yeah, they really are, because they really do work together. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the total uh, flight time has been 5,731 seconds, which is 95 and a half minutes, roughly. Wow, that's... Where does it... What does it do when it's not flying? Where does it land? It just sits. It just sits on the ground? Waits for instructions. It just... <laughs> um, yeah, so... It'd be cute if it was, like, riding Perseverance's back. <laughs> it just lands It just lands, it. traps in. It has little clamps that Like, like those little birds on hippos? Uh-huh, like little birds on hippos. And yeah. Perseverance is just going along with its little... <laughs> All right, so its most recent flight was flight number 54, which occurred on August 3rd, so a week ago. Okay, just a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. And it was a short 25-second up and down. That's all they wanted to do. <laughs> Boop! Yeah. Why? Um, because on flight 53, there was a bit of an issue. 
Yeah, so oh, on flight 53... I mean, there's always an issue at some point for something, right? Yeah, so on flight 53, it flew for 74 of the one hundred of the planned 136 seconds. So oh. it didn't even... It only did a little more than half of mm-hmm. the flight. And, um, um, and so they wanted to f- try to figure out why... Uh, with flight number 54, once they got it to be able to go again, uh, they wanted to use that flight to try to figure out what potentially happened with flight 53. Okay. Um, and they think that the early landing was triggered when the image frames from the helicopter's navigation camera did not sync up as expected with the data from the uh, rotorcraft's inertial measurement unit. Yeah. And so <laughs> when when that happens, uh-huh. um, the its number one job is then is just to land. Oh, okay. Um, and to not go any further. Um, and so, so it basically, yeah, so basically it hit a, um, it hit something that um, wasn't adding up. And mm-hmm. the, um, it was like, it's like a, safe, it's like a to, safety move. It's like, yeah, safety go back now. The land is yeah. what kicked in. Okay, um, okay. But yeah, I mean, so it looks like uh, Flight 54 did everything that it was supposed to do, and it's all good to go now. Okay, and, that's good. And again, uh, so now it'll get back to um, helping um, plot out um, the, uh, the, the the path for uh, And there was, there was a recent image that I think came up from Ingenuity, and you can see Perseverance in the yep. background of it. Yep. Yeah, so they, they are working together now. And by the way, what happened on Flight 53 is not um, the only time it's happened. It actually happened on Flight 6 as well. Flight 6? Yeah. Okay. So it's been a, been a minute. So, but. I mean, yeah, but I mean, for nothing ever to go wrong, <laughs> no hiccups whatsoever would be just, the, like, mm-hmm. the chances of no hiccups, astronomical, pun intended, of course. But, like, you know, there's going to be... Some there's going to be hiccups at some point. You don't want a catastrophic hiccup, but there's going to be But there's going to be those too. And, you know, let's be honest, the catastrophic hiccups, those are learning, teaching moments. And so uh, we do it. learn from them. You just got to scare it and it'll all be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So It's already holding its breath. Yeah. <laughs> so Perseverance um, has been um, doing these, these samples that we mm-hmm. want to return mm-hmm. to Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, that so, we may not actually come back to Earth because of budget issues. Why are you stealing my thunder? Oh, I'm sorry. I bring to put that in chat. Why are you Earlier. doing that? Why are you people doing that? You guys do that to me all the time. Anyway, the Mars vehicle. Screw it. Whatever. Let's <laughs> just move on. Um, anyway, in March, NASA uh, test fired the rocket motors uh, for the um, Mars ascent vehicle. Okay, this is the one that is supposed to go to Mars and collect everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is going to go to Mars. It's going to land, and it will collect everything. And then it will be the first rocket launched from another planet. I want this to happen because that is so hard. I can't even think. Because, I mean, well, we know the mass of Mars, and we know the atmospheric pressure, and we know... We we know the num we can do it by numbers, but mm-hmm. you know, but then to actually do it without any yeah. totally remotely, yeah, yeah, it just. <sighs> well, I know. I mean, yeah, we all want it. We definitely all want that to happen. It'll be so exciting, and that a you did that, yeah, uh, launch another rocket from 
launch a rocket from, from the a, surface of another planet that has completely that, different launch conditions, parameters, yeah. needs, um, requirements, and things. also to be fair, an easier launch because there's less atmosphere. An atmosphere, less. You gravity. need less fuel then you because need, you need less fuel to break. Uh, break. Uh, uh, right. It's only a two-stage rocket. The solid, gravity. solid rocket. Well, normally it's three well, stage. Four stage? What's the normal no, rocket? Well, it depends on what you want to do. Okay. If, if you want to go to if the moon. If you want to leave a planet. If you want to go to the moon, it's a three stage rocket. Mm-hmm. If um, you want to go to Mars. It's going to, it was two. It's less atmosphere. So less no, drag. if you want to go to Mars. It's a three stage okay. rocket because you have to leave Earth's gravity. That's what so that saying. third, so that it's third normally stage, a three stage rocket. Yeah. Well, if you're going to ISS, probably just a two stage. Yeah. You know, because you, you're not leaving Earth's gravity. Right. You're not breaking the, uh, you're yeah, not you're reaching not, escape velocity. Not, That's the term I was trying to get You're not reaching escape velocity. Yeah. yeah. Mars has less escape velocity. So uh, it's a two stage rocket. They test fired both stage rockets. Um, Engine for the rocket um, in conditions that simulated Mars. So, a uh, temperature of minus 20 degrees Celsius, which is minus 4 degrees Fahrenheit. Did you they have like a big. A cold room, I guess. That they can like. <laughs> because, okay. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, and they, they were both successful. Um, and the quote is the hardware is telling us that our technology is ready to proceed with development. Wow, that's just a beautiful quote. <laughs> Our technology is ready to proceed with developments. Um, so, uh, Mar- uh, the MAV, the the uh, Mars Ascent Vehicle, will land on Mars with a sample retrieval lander um, near uh, near it. On they are going to think of a more creative name for that, right? Than SRL. <laughs> yeah, sample. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, uh, however, though, as you guys stole the thunder, um, it is facing a little bit of jeopardy after the U.S. Senate raised questions about the mission's expansion. Fuck off, U.S. Senate. Fuck the fuck right off, U.S. Senate. Get the fuck out of here and fuck off, all right? Why don't you fuck off with your military and put all my tax dollars to NASA and Mars missions and all the space missions? Just get what you have no idea what you're talking about, Senate. Get out of here. <sighs> the guy that, um, uh, who's in charge of, uh, of NASA? The, the guy, Is that Bolden? No, Bolden was. No, it was it, it, uh, the dude who was there for like James Webb. He was a senator, but now he's like over NASA. Um, Brandon will know. Brandon will yeah, know. Yeah, he just looks like a fucking mannequin. Um, <laughs> and you know, I, a, a, a mannequin has had like a lot of facelift surgery. His face just looks stuck. Is it a mannequin with or without nipples? <laughs> you know, I used to work at Dillard's. All mannequins have nipples. Do they really? Yeah, it's really. I used to work at Dillard's. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh. I would. I would wheel the clothes out to the different places. <laughs> okay. So. Bill Nelson. Brandon yes. says who's done a surprisingly good job for a mannequin. <laughs> for a mannequin. No, he just looks like a mannequin. <laughs> what's um, that what's that movie where the mannequin comes to life? Isn't there a movie where a mannequin comes to life? Is that like a Brooke Shields is the mannequin? I don't know. But somebody there's a movie where uh, some mannequin comes to life. Oh, vaguely. Yeah, or, vaguely kind of I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's a well, we did ranting. that. Was, it, was that the was astrology the, episode? The astrology episode. <laughs> uh, all right. So, really, uh, because of time, one more, one more mission uh, mm-hmm. that I want to talk about. Okay, because 
I did find this uh, really kind of kind of interesting. Okay. Um, the Insight Lander. Ah, yes. May it rest yes. in peace. May it rest in peace. It's oh, no longer. Yeah. It's no longer with us. Um, mm. However, the the science is still being sifted through, and the sifted. science is is still being uh, analyzed. And what oh, they did yeah. is they found that Mars is spinning faster than thought. Oh, it has a shorter day? It has a shorter day than thought. And its day was similar to our day. It is, but it's a little closer now. Really? Yeah, but not that much. So, all right, so... um, How do we get Mars' rotation wrong? Well, okay, you're going to find... You're going to find that... Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, yeah, and you can have a spacecraft that... Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, because we, we have satellites in orbit. Yeah, and so, but, I, you know, I, I'm building this up as if this is going to be like a four-hour difference. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to be anywhere uh, near. It's like a point. <laughs> so, um, but what I did, what I what I found really fascinating was just the way they did it. Uh-huh. And so, um, using the Deep Space Network, Sebastian Le Maestre of the Royal Observatory of Belgium, uh, beamed radio signals to the inside lander. Oh. Okay, easy enough. Okay, yeah. Um, there is, or I should say there was um, um, a thing on InSight called RISE, which is Rotation and Interior Experiment. But basically what, what, uh, what Sebastian did was he reflected the signals off of that and back to the Earth. So he used it as a mirror. Okay, yeah. And so... Um, so what they did was they tracked the position, and it allowed them to track the position of the lander and to determine exactly how fast Mars rotates. And okay. Mars is accelerating or spinning faster, uh, and they say accelerating, so it's going to continue to... It, I wonder yeah. if it was like a past impact that is causing this, well, that it's still... Give me a sec. Okay, okay, so, okay. Look, I'm... A- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mars is accelerating uh, faster than uh, Mars is accelerating by a fraction of a millisecond a year, so it's not a lot. Um, but it's enough to measure, and you're talking about maybe th- 30 centimeters, um, and so that's going to be about um, 12 inches or so a year. Um, that it moves faster? That it moves faster. Wow, um, actually, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Actually, a lot. Um, and that's over the course of a Martian year. Yeah, a Martian which is double year, hour year, Which basically. is roughly double hours. Uh, Brandon says, easy, easy enough to beam laser beams to a tiny robot on Mars. Easy yeah, enough. Got it. It's easy um, enough. Scientists aren't sure what's causing the acceleration, but theorize. Oh, hey, Ron says stealing energy from one of its moons. Hey, welcome to the show, Ron. Um, scientists aren't sure what's causing the acceleration, but theorize it could be due to ice accumulation on the polar caps or post-glacial rebound where land masses rise after be- being buried by ice, and that change in mass changes the velocity at which it rotates um, and, um, and is making accelerate speed up. Huh. Yeah. Now, if, if it is that post-rebound, which makes the most sense to me, um, 
But if it is that post rebound, it will eventually stop itself. Oh, because okay. the land's so only going like, to go so far. Yeah. All right. So it's like right. it's like you know spinning a top. You know, you you're putting the force in, but eventually that's you're not yeah. continuing with putting right. force, applying force. So it's gonna right, right. So the the, the mass is going to eventually get to where it wants because those forces are going to equal out. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to be an equilibrium. And it's just funny too. Brian says post glacial rebound is the genre of music I make. Post glacial rebound. That's actually that could be a, that's like that's definitely a like a, a, a the name of a band for like an explosions in the sky or God is an astronaut. Post glacial yeah. rebound. That's not you know, a doing name some or like name. some like uh, post post rock space rock kind of mm-hmm. shit. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, if if we were to make music, it'd be it had to be punk because none of us can play. Oh, that's fair. Which is what that's what fair. you told me last night. That is exactly what I said to you last <laughs> night when we went to the Oak Ridge uh, <laughs> Keg and Cask Festival. Yeah, yeah. Where I met an old punker. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna be a metal, if you're gonna be a metal band, you gotta at least know how. To, if you're a guitarist, you gotta know how to play the guitar. But you know, you know you I, gotta I'm, be able to scream. You gotta be there, able to. There are there are punk bands where the the musicians are accomplished musicians. <laughs> Ron said he had a post glacial rebound situation last night. If you know what I mean. <laughs> wow. Okay. Congratulations, Ron. <laughs> and that's our update. On that life. note, yeah, uh, you know, I think in the Hangover. If you stick around, if you're with us live, or if you come back uh, later and watch the show on YouTube, uh, we can talk about some of the other missions, and then I can yell at the U.S. Senate some more. Yeah, and you know, or we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Just yeah. put it in chat, and we'll talk about yeah. it. So, um, thanks for joining us. I don't know if, if uh, Brandon's plane has been delayed, he's but never leaving. But he at point. least uh, he was with us the whole time, <laughs> and so that was good. I thought he was going to get on it um, pretty quick, but uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, join us in two weeks um, for our final episode of the season, where we do a high in the sky for September. Correct? Yeah, yeah we'll do a high in the sky for September, and then we'll take a we're going to take a little break for ourselves uh, to recharge and uh, play video games, you know, get slightly. our shit together, and then we'll be back September twenty. Well, it, it's still to be decided, okay. but it's going to be either. Um, uh, we'll see. Either September twenty fourth or October day. So one of those. We'll see. We'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted for it'll our post glacial rebound. It'll be September twenty fourth, or we'll... season five post glacial rebound. You cosmos, know what? Cosmos. Why don't we just say September twenty fourth because we know we want to do a high in the sky for October That's because true. October has some cool shit. Yeah, it does. But you'll have to come back and join us. Yeah. We won't tell you. But we'll get a high in the sky for September next. It involves the the sun and and my house. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for joining us. Follow us on all the things. Like us on all the things. Tell your neighbors. Tell your friends. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks for another high in the sky. Everybody stay safe. Stay healthy. Keep doing the finger guns. Hey, you know what? In this country, if, if... you want to do finger guns, do it. Do finger guns instead of real guns. bare arms. Oh, my God. These guns. Put your shirt right there. Anyway, so do finger guns instead of real guns. Yes. Or or ghost guns. Yes. Cheers, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye.